the truth, the life, the victory. Welcome to The Way and the Truth Ministries podcast, dedicated to changing the lives of people with the true gospel of Jesus Christ, with your host, evangelist, and international speaker, Lancelot Watson. Have you asked the question, do I attend, or am I a member of the church that Christ built? Today, evangelist Watson leads us through the Word of God to identify the church that Christ built. One of the peculiar occurrences in the gospel story revolves around John the Baptist. He was in prison. He's actually, he, he's, we could put it on his deathbed. He's not too far from the moment when he will be beheaded. So in that moment of reflection and the work that he had done, the ministry that he had carried out, um, his own disciples whom he turned over to Jesus, and reflecting on the question of who is this Jesus? And he sends to Jesus and he asks the, the question, are you the one? <laughs> you know, are you the one? You know, it's like John is saying, well, did I make a mistake? Are you really the Messiah? Well, Jesus did not give him a direct answer in the context of our culture. He said, go back to John and tell him what you see and hear. Yeah? The deaf, the ears are open, the blind, their eyes are open, yeah? The lame, they can walk. The dead are raised to life. Tell John these things. Well, um, that satisfied John, and it ought to satisfy us also. But the purpose of that little story for us this morning is to highlight one of the things that we go through as members of the churches of Christ. You know, we are not the most popular of religious groups. Neither are we the largest. Yes, we are a very peculiar people. Strange habits. We sing without instrumental music. We take the communion every first day of the week. Yeah, we have free will offering. We do not do fundraising. Strange people in our current religious world. And then we emphasize a strong moral uh, statement, a strong moral barrier for the conduct of our lives. We emphasize that our lives must pattern the purity of living that Jesus Christ not only carried out for himself, but commands us to live. Yes, so he emphasizes these things. And so within our culture now as... Uh, these things are becoming more and more unpopular. It may be, and it is the case, that members from time to time who obeyed the gospel of Jesus Christ, uh, subscribed to the teachings of Christ, you know, they go through, did I make a mistake? Was I wrong? Is the church of Christ what we claim it to be? 
to be the one true earth church on planet earth. You know that's an astounding claim that we make. We make the claim that to be saved by God Almighty, you need to be a faithful member of the church of Christ. And that's not a popular message, is it? And so, a new generation has come to adulthood now, you know, at the end of each school year. You have those who have graduated from high school, those who have graduated from college, those who are going into a new phase of life. And so, it is important that we reinforce fundamental teachings of Jesus Christ. Not only to reassure ourselves that we did not make an error, that we made the best possible choice when we chose Jesus Christ in how it is written in the New Testament scriptures. But we also need to inform and to educate our young people, teenagers, preteens, young adults, with regards to the nature of the Church of Christ, what it is, what it stands for, what it does, the relationship it holds with Jesus Christ, um, the worship that is carried out and why the worship is carried out in that way. We need to reinforce these truths. And so, that being the case, by the grace of God, this morning we begin the first of a series of lessons on the Church of Christ. So, we begin with... Uh, the bold statement. What is the church of Christ? Well, let me tell you this first. The church of Christ is the church that Jesus built. And that's the title of today's lesson. This is the church that Christ built. Our lesson text is Matthew chapter 16, verses 13 through 18. And uh, the operative verse is verse 18, where um, Jesus made that proclamation to the apostle Peter, when he said, um, Blessed are you, Simon, by Jonah, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter. And on this rock, I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So in Matthew 16 and verse 18, Jesus made a proclamation. It was a proclamation of something that would occur in the future. Yes? And he says that he is going to be engaged in the construction business. I will build my church. We know that he built that church as a result of Calvary. You know, Calvary, he was crucified on the cross, yes? And the material for the cross was wood. And they put nails in, in his hands. Yeah? So, Brother Gregory, they said, you know, the, the preacher that I heard this from, he said, Jesus was a carpenter. And you put nails in the hands of a carpenter, with wood, you know he's going to build something. Jesus built his church. He proclaimed, I will build my church and it will last forever. The gates of hell will not overpower it. Yes? 
So, in making this promise, Jesus is going to separate himself uh, from all others, uh, all world leaders, uh, all religious leaders, uh, all the heads of movements and politicians, uh, in that not only did he make his promise, uh, but he kept his promise. And in keeping that promise is where you and I come in. So we look at Acts chapter 2, verses 41 and 47. And in particular, we begin with the closing verse of chapter 2 of Acts, which says, The Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Some modern versions will say the Lord added to their number daily such as should be saved. Well, that number is the, is the church. The Lord added to the church daily, such as should be saved. So, we put the two statements of Christ together. One, Matthew 16, 18, I will build my church. That's future tense. John the Baptist died before Jesus built his church. So, John the Baptist was not in the church that Jesus built. The church that Jesus built is not found in the Old Testament scriptures. So Moses was not a part of the church that Jesus built. How do you know that? Because Moses died thousands of years before Christ. Christ made the declaration in Matthew 16 and verse 18, I will build my church. Future tense designates something that will happen sometime in the future to come. Now in Acts 2, 47, the statement is different. Here it says, the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. So between Acts, Matthew 16, 18 and Acts 2, 47, Jesus fulfilled his promise. And we know the fulfillment came about in Acts chapter 2. Now, we ask some questions and we'd like you to Pay attention to the answers. The Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. The saved were added by whom? Well, I got ahead of myself. I need to back up to verse 41. Verse 41, Acts 2, 41. Yeah? So those who received his word were baptized. And they were added to them that day about three thousand souls. That's verse 41, right? So when we read verse 41, we have some questions in our minds that the verse does not answer. We are going to get the answer in verse number 47. Now, looking at Acts 2, 41, those who received his word were baptized. They were added that day about 3,000 souls. Question number one, what did they do where they should be saved? Well, we know the answer to that. They repented and were baptized, so the Lord added them to the church. Yeah? Did I get ahead of myself again? No. So, when I'm teaching my little teenage class, I ask them the question. Read the verse, and from the verse... 47, answer the questions. They were added by whom? Well, what will he say? A caveman can answer that, yes. 
<laughs> yeah. They were added by the Lord. To what were they added? They were added to the church. For what reason were they added to the church? Because they should be saved. Do we get that? Yeah? What did they do that they should be saved? The answer is in verse 41. Those who received his word were baptized. And the Lord, and, and they were added that there are about 3,000 souls. We could even ask another question from that and say, why were they baptized? And we go further up in the text in verse 38, verses 37 and 38, we are in 37. They asked Peter and the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? And Peter answered, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Yeah? So that's the preaching that they heard. So those who received the word were baptized. And it was about 3,000 of them that day. Now, let's get into some... More complex matters here now. To which, domination, to which denomination were they added? And the answer is what? None. They were added to the church that Jesus built. That church is the church of Christ. That's the church Jesus declared upon this rock I will build. On the same note in Acts chapter 20 and verse 28, the Holy Spirit's right to the church leaders. He says, take heed unto yourselves and to all the flock in which the Holy Spirit hath made you bishops to feed the church of the Lord which he purchased with his own blood. Did you see that? The church that Jesus built, he says he bought it. He paid the price for it. And the price was his blood. That's the church of Christ. And that's the church to which you ought to belong. And if you belong to that church, it is not in your interest to depart from it. Why? Because that's the only church that as Jesus purchased. Thank you for listening to today's lesson, The Church That Christ Built. Join us tomorrow when evangelist Lancelot Watson leads us through the Word of God to identify additional characteristics of the church that Christ built. For additional information on this and other topics, Contact The Way and the Truth Ministries by typing thewayandthetruth.com. This podcast is a presentation of The Way and the Truth Ministries, Patchogue, New York. When all this happened, Stephen looked into the sky. 